magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst. And I'm Natasha Levenger. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Hello. Hello and welcome. Yes. I was just laughing because while you were doing that because one, one of my cats is snoring really loudly and I don't know if you heard that. No, I did not. Sometimes when I do readings... um, one of my cats snores really loudly and I'm always like, <laughs> I have to say something because I'm worried that the person thinks that like Brett is sleeping <laughs> next to snoring. me while I'm doing a reading. <laughs> <laughs> or if you just got so tired, you just started nodding off. <laughs> but yeah, we have, I currently have all a little behind the scenes. Usually our Chihuahua Rocco is in the room with me. And today, Georgia, the cat, is snoring very loudly. Anyway. <laughs> I love Rocco. I love that Facebook story you did. with That was Rocco on it, right? Oh, yes. So cute. How do you do that? That, like, that 90s oh. jam. Oh, it's it. just on there. If you go to, um, I forget which, I think it's Super Zoom. They have, hmm. like, a lot of different options, too. I have to learn more yeah. about Instagram stories because that was really great. They're really fun to do to animals. <laughs> <laughs> you did great with that one. I loved it. <laughs> so welcome back, everybody. We have exciting um, announcement because we, well, we had a uh, giveaway with for anybody who left a written review on iTunes. And again, thank you for everyone who's left it on Podbean. We see them and we appreciate all of them so much. Um, so should I just announce it? Yes, the winner of the Mermaid Tarot Kit, Herb Bundles for Energy Clearing and Energy Healing for Your Pet is... Vegan Jilly! Yay! Woo! She's a fellow vegan. Yeah. I, I'm not actually full vegan, but I'm trying. So. I'm mostly vegan. That's yeah. what I say now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm morally vegan. Yeah, well, definitely morally. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, so, yeah. So are you going to send those to her? Is that how um, it works? Yeah, so Vegan Jilly, if you're listening, send us an email. I think I can also find you because I think she's in the Good Vibe Tribe, so I think I can find you if you don't find us but okay and maybe yeah. we'll announce it on the instagram page oh yeah, yeah and thank you so much for everybody who's written a review we're so grateful um and i guess i just found out that even if you don't write a review if you just rate it um that still is just as good for itunes like recognizing us and i guess i, have, I don't understand why how it works but somehow you get more visibility <clears throat> excuse me the more stars you have yeah, so we really appreciate those ratings and reviews. Thank yeah. you so much. Or the more ratings you have. I wonder if mm-hmm. someone just had like 51 star ratings, would iTunes um, be all about them and promote it? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe if they're inspiring that much dislike, there's something mm-hmm. interesting about them. Mm-hmm. But let's not practice with ours. You know, we prefer <laughs> the five, the fivers. Yeah. Yes. Or fours. Great. Fours are good. You know what? Yeah. Honesty. It's fine. We encourage all stars. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, anyway, so let's check in. Yeah. So last week we 
drew yarrow and sunflower. I remember that I drew yarrow and sunflower. There were, one of them was a jumping card, and it was about protecting your energy mm. and stepping into success, that there's success on the horizon. Mm. And then you drew a tetrahedron, right, from your sacred geometry yeah, oracle? Yeah, but it was reversed, so I think it was about just, like, relaxing and allowing. Okay. Okay. So how did that – how was oh, your week with those how things? How was my week? <clears throat> I'm sorry, today I keep doing that. Okay. No problem. Um, now I have to think about my week, which is good for me to do. I mean, it was another, um, it was a little tough because, as we talked about before, Brett's dad died um, yeah. a week, two weeks ago. So we're still, um, you know, dealing with that. Um, and so we're just in the flow of that, really. Like allowing yeah. that grieving to happen. Um, so in that sense, the allowing was true, you know, just allowing it all to be yeah. here and all the feelings with it. Yeah, that's what you do. Yeah. Um, the But success card, I mean, I've been also been extremely busy. Like it may have been my busiest week yet. So um, that's been good. Um mm-hmm. Except it is funny because I know some people really like to be – are you – do you like to be super busy? Mm, sometimes in oh, okay. a way, but oh, I prefer okay. to be more balanced and okay. have some time to relax. Yeah, me too. I think I'm maybe a little bit too much in the relaxed direction. Mm. <laughs> like I'm like when I've uh, – just a couple of times when people have asked to book a reading and I'm like – Hmm, I've already have this many to like I oh, think yeah. some people maybe like schedule like so many all the time but I really I really value my downtime and I actually think it's necessary for what I do to be good at oh, it yeah. like yeah I need rest in between For sure. Right. When I was doing readings uh professionally, it mm-hmm. really does take it out of you. I mean, it's yeah. fun and it's satisfying, but yeah. it is a lot of energy you're opening up to and a lot of focus and Yes. Yeah. It's almost like I mean, it's not the same thing, but it's similar to kind of when you have, I remember when I had little babies and toddlers and people, I was, or like really infants. And I was like, why am I tired? They don't do anything. But it's really <laughs> because there was so much focus. Like I had to oh, always right. be like on alert for that they're not going to kill themselves. And so like. Oh, yeah. And that's like driving in a way too, where it's like you're just oh, sitting yeah. there. If you take a long road trip, you're just sitting there for six hours, but you're constantly making sure you don't die. Yes, that's true. Totally focused. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like maybe this is a real lesson. And you know what? There's like energy levels for everything. So to be kind and patient to ourselves when we're not like, you know, to just like, I guess, give acceptance to those times when it feels like you're not doing anything, but you really are. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, and resting is really – I mean, because yes. I – something I do I, – I know we've talked about this before, but I – something I do pretty much all the time every day as much as I can possibly remember to do it is this to think one. about my life from the perspective of my deathbed. Oh, right. Like if I look back on my life, what is really – what am I really going to be like? I'm glad I did that. I'm glad I took time to do that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm sure I will be glad that I worked and that I focused and that I created things, but I feel like I'll be even more glad that I took time to smell the flowers literally mm-hmm. and to spend time with my partner and to oh, rest yeah, and to pet my cat. Sure. So, you know, I don't yeah. know. Is there such thing as too much rest? 
I mean, only, I think only if you, you know, if there's a practical reason why you need to not rest or why, you know, if you feel unbalanced, if you feel like you want to do more things. And of course, resting helps you to feel inspired to Well, that's interesting you say that because is there such a thing as too much rest? Like, you know what? No, if you're really listening to your body and your spirit like if you're in science then no but you'll know if it's like oh i'm checking out now you know right yeah yeah yeah. totally or if it's stuck energy like you just feel stuck in that and that i mean sometimes it's okay if you're grieving and you feel that stuck energy feeling and you binge watch but when Mm -hmm. it starts to be like okay this is starting to feel pretty empty and depressing then you know you want to move that energy and change the vibe Right. Sorry to talk over you. That's not the same thing as rest. But I think sometimes I get a little judgmental, like, oh, I should be doing this and then real and, you know, judging it as being that stuck place when actually it's really just I need rest and you have to honor that. Yeah. And then it also I I think it also nourishes like you with your family or me with yes. Ted, I think it nourishes Ted when I am feeling really comfortable and I've rested enough and I'm in like a more grounded place. It's because mm-hmm. I think sometimes I-, I can feel that too. Like Ted's been working all day and I've just been resting and then, oh, yeah. you know, and then to remember, oh, well, you know what though, that if my intuition is telling me to do that, it's going to also support him for me to feel rested yes. and grounded. Yeah, because like my mom was – really all about go, 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 Mm. go. And she was so anxious. She was just so wound up and all of her identity was in work. And um, I wonder if that's something about a Capricorn moon because I know Capricorn. Oh, oh, yeah, that is. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Well, a Capricorn anywhere in your chart is about working. Yeah, that's why I wonder. Working so hard all the time. Yeah. Yeah, and emotionally it like really fed her, but it was like still like too much. It was like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you I can around. imagine that, especially in the moon position, which is like a receptive, feminine, underlying, you know, the, to have that be Capricorn, I can imagine could, I'm mean, not in everyone, but could right. definitely lend itself. It would need a lot of balancing is what I'm getting. Yes. At. And there was very, there was like so little balancing with oh. her. So it was really hard to be around her. She was so wound up. But mm. it's interesting because Brett is also a Capricorn moon. You know, what's weird is my mother, we've talked about a little bit, we had a very difficult relationship she was not very nice to me but the weird thing is brett and her both have the same sun and moon sign oh interesting and there could not be more different well different maybe different expressions and that is part of what's healing for you i bet about him that's nice to think yeah so how was your week how did that align for well so (laughs) a lot happened this week i went on a road trip and but but there's the the real thing I want to talk about with the cards was that mm-hmm. I have uh, there's so much to this, but it's like a story in progress. You know, when you're unwinding something, yeah. you still it's not all clear to me what's exactly going on, but it's I have some definite leads. <laughs> but just like to kind of like summarize, uh-huh. um, I didn't I, there. I had a creative difference with a collaborator on a oh. project and I didn't handle it very well. I could have handled it much, much better than I did. Oh, and when I looked back on it from the perspective of the cards, I remembered we both drew cards that were about shielding, right? Kind of protecting your energy, yes. feeling safe. And yes. 
that shifted the perspective for me because when I was I was like in a place of anger and feeling unsafe and feeling defensive and then I was like oh I don't need to feel that like mm. I can I can come from a place of feeling like I'm not threatened and I can say my opinion without being insulting or angry oh, yes. <laughs> so I mean I not that I did that, but in retrospect, oh. <laughs> I realized <laughs> I could have done that uh-huh, and next uh-huh. time I can do that. So, and so, but it is, I do feel like it's related to um, shifting my perspective about food and eating and body image. You know mm. how when there's like, it, it's a kind of an addictive behavior to have disordered eating. And mm-hmm. so, you know, when that shifts, then you realize all this underlying stuff that yes. it is also needs to shift. And I, I feel like it's related to that. I feel like it's related to my mom and my dynamic with her. And so it's it's all positive, but it didn't come oh, out yeah. in a really harmonious way. Uh, <laughs> Quite the opposite. Right. Well, these <laughs> things, that's why they're always gifts. But they, you know, when these difficult things happen, ultimately they are gifts, but they're hard to feel in the moment. So mm-hmm. how are you feeling? Did it resolve itself or no? Not yet. Um, okay. it, well, it, within me, I feel like it did. But it is still mm. – um, my collaborator is busy right now, and so uh-huh. we're going to need to have some discussions later about it. But, I mean, mm. I, I, feel, I have a good feeling that it's going to oh, okay. unwind and then it's going to leave us both probably smarter and wiser and – so, More empowered. Yeah. Did you feel um, like was it something you felt you had to apologize about? Mm, yes. Hmm. Not like it was not like I was the only person who did something wrong, uh-huh. but like <laughs> that I definitely could have done it better. Uh-huh. Than, and I did. I did apologize. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, though, I, to me, those are like the hardest lessons in this life are when we get into conflict with people. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It brings up a lot of stuff for me. So that's so great that you discovered all those different elements. It's unwinding. Yeah, work I on. did. Yeah. I mean, I not that it's it solved, but just no. like that you're aware of like, oh, okay, this is what's next for me working on. This is the thing that's coming up that I can be working on to heal. Yeah, and dynamic it dynamics with female friendships based yes. on my mom's yeah my relationship with my mom like that kind of oh, thing and yes. you know what I'm talking this about. This is exactly <laughs> what I talked about in therapy this week, by uh, the way. And yeah. um, yeah, I actually restarted therapy two weeks ago, and last I almost said the last episode, the last therapy <laughs> session. <laughs> Our last episode. Therapy episode um, two. What? <laughs> yeah. Um, was all about that. And, mm-hmm. and you know, she did say one thing to me. I'll just say this to you in case resonates because I was also talking about community and how important that is for me and how frustrating I find it a lot of times and with female friendships. And, um, and she said, well... Because of my dynamic with my parents, she said it must have been really lonely growing up. And she was like, I mean, I never looked. I mean, I did think like, oh, it was lonely. But just like her looking at me and seeing that. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was really like if I really felt (sighs) it in my heart. And then also I was like, well, that's why. It seems so obvious, you know, once you get these real, someone points it out or, you know, you have realizations. But. 
like, that's the thing I'm chasing. That's why I'm chasing, you know, is because Mm -hmm. of that loneliness. I mean, I knew it. Like, I always talk to Brett about, like, I used to write stories all the time. And one of them I wrote was called The Big Family. (laughs) And I wrote, like, when I was, like, eight, I wrote the story about The Big Family. And, like, the person lived with, like, ten brothers and sisters and had him in a house. And it's funny because Brett has seven brothers and sisters. And I was like, was it amazing? And he was like, no. Uh, <laughs> it's like, I wanted my own room. <laughs> I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> I mean, he loves his brothers and sisters and I do yeah. too. They're all so great. But um, but it wasn't this ideal thing, you know, that I was picturing. Anyway, I didn't mean to hijack that. But I wondered if maybe some of it, I don't know. And also my mom was out to, we both I said, okay, I don't Hopefully it's okay. I mentioned we both have narcissist mothers. Yeah. Which makes a, it hard with friendships. Right. Just mm. a lot of pain. I feel like a, there's a lot of pain related to yes. connecting sometimes yes. and um, then learning boundaries. And that, that was the thing with the, the yarrow mm. card. Because in the picture of the yarrow card that we, that I drew, it's a man with a shield and he's so comfortable. You can just tell yes. he's so like – he knows he's safe and so yeah. and he knows he's strong and he knows he's empowered so he doesn't look like he's even though he's holding a shield he doesn't look defensive at all right. and that was what i n- needed to that that energy which is what i'm going to be bringing in moving forward in yeah, these kinds of great. situations yeah yeah i feel like i learned I had like, yeah, we both probably had a hard, not like it was a hard fought lesson, boundaries. Now boundaries are pretty easy with me, but when you're in conflict, it's hard not to get defensive. Even if you yeah. have good boundaries, it's yeah, hard not nobody's to get perfect. Yeah. Like it is, yeah. Well, okay. What was that? The ra- I, yeah, that later, was the check in for me. T- okay, great. When we're off there, I want to hear about the road trip because I realized I didn't know oh, yeah. about it. Oh, yeah. It was really great. Oh, yeah. that's good. Really fun. Um, So are we doing – is the energy report next? The energy report is next. Oh, okay. So it's time for – Oh, wait. No, no it's not. It's we forgot not. we have a question. Oh, wow. I sure <laughs> did forget. Sorry about that. I have it right here. Okay. No need to apologize. I also forgot. We actually okay. have two questions. I wonder, From the same person, you mean? No. There's oh. one on Instagram. And actually, we should just quickly say um, we appreciate all questions, of course. But if you are going to ask a question, it's better to do it to magicmondaypodcast at gmail.com instead yeah. of DMing us on Instagram because I don't. Um, check those. And well, and it only shows up as a request because we don't follow many people. Oh, okay. So that we might forget to check um, the message request, but we did get one on Instagram. Should I read that while you're finding the other one? Yes, I have the okay. other one when you're ready. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is from Emily, and she says, first, what do y'all think of Ouija boards? Should we start with that? What do we think of Ouija boards? There's three in this one. (laughs) Yeah, let's start with that. What do you think of Ouija boards? I I think leave Ouija boards alone. Yeah. I like that. You know what? I think leave them alone. Yeah, I think I did one when I was like 16 and uh, never again. 
I did. I was obsessed with them when I was in high school. I made them. No one would buy one for me, of course, because they all were Catholic. My family was raised Catholic, and of course, they saw the the Exorcist, and you know that really was formative for them. (laughs) So, (laughs) so of course, no one would get me a Ouija board, Mm. and I didn't even ask because I knew they wouldn't. But I did make them, and they did work when I made them. What do you mean by work? Like they just I mean, answered your question. Mm-hmm. I would enlist my friends to talk to the on the Ouija board, like the cardboard Ouija board that I would make, mm. and it worked. And it, but it wasn't. I mean, I was in high school. I didn't have any idea of like casting a circle or yeah, calling exactly. on angels for protection. Yes. And it was like we got weird information. And yes, same here. Yeah, yeah. And then in college again, and then that I think actually opened a portal in my apartment in Pasadena, California, that was not a good portal to open. Oh. And it was pretty gnarly. Oh, boy. So, yeah. You mean so- the Ouija board opened a portal? <laughs> well, I think having people sitting around yes. together, because that, that, at that point, I think it was an actual Ouija board. Like, I didn't make that one. And mm-hmm. then at some point, I was like, hey, I'm not doing this anymore, but a bunch of my friends from college or just people, you know, there's people uh-huh. who hang about when they're in college. <laughs> the grifters. They, the drifters. Yeah, they were, just got obsessed with doing the Ouija board in oh, this yeah. apartment. Because oh, it no. Started, it, yeah, it was getting, it got intense and it was not cool. And, and since then, um, I have heard a number of mediums or mm-hmm. who am I thinking of? Oh, I'm thinking of James Von Prague. James Von Prague, he's a famous medium, you know about I him? thought you just said James Bond Prague. Oh. <laughs> I wish his name was James Bond Prague. That would be awesome if there was a James Bond medium. Uh, who just <laughs> added another name. If his name was like James Bond Schwartz. He was the Jewish James Bond, who is a Who's medium. also a medium. <laughs> That would be a great show. But no, James Von Prague, he has had a show and stuff. He's like a famous medium. And I've read one of his books and he recommended using a Ouija board in it. And then he came out and said at some point, I changed my mind. I completely do not (laughs) recommend that anyone ever uses a Ouija board. And I don't know. I didn't look into it or learn anymore about why he said that. But... I think I just feel like there's something about the dynamic of letting your body be a channel is in that exact way that mm-hmm. is just kind of like oh yeah here I am I'm a radio for any spirit yes. that just wants to come through I just exactly. don't think it's wise or prudent no me either and I also think I haven't thought about this before but I think it may have some energy attached to it in general some collective energy mm, yeah like from the exorcist for example yeah mm-hmm. like that type of energy that's mm-hmm. not that that maybe attracts more of the guides that you don't want around yes, yes. the less helpful ones so yeah mm-hmm. that's how we feel mm-hmm. that's our opinion on mm-hmm. i didn't know if it was because i was 16 and i was just like we were weird you know not weird and we were like didn't know what we were doing that I felt like I don't like to call it energy negative but just like less helpful energy or darker energy yeah but, but I you think know what? maybe you're it. right like maybe the fact that like I did that when I was young and you did that uh-huh. when we were young and we didn't have any idea what we we're doing yeah. like maybe that kind of sets up a dynamic where spirits are like oh we're gonna look around for these high school kids who have <laughs> no idea what's going on so we can you yeah. know get more energy yeah. in a way that isn't helpful well, to them right 
Or that they know that that's an easy target, for less lack of a better word. Like, mm-hmm. they can get in there. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, I mean, I remember them telling us creepy things. Yeah. When I was in it's high not school. good. Yeah. yeah. So no. stay away. Yeah. That's our opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next, um, this question goes on to say, second, I have a spirit living in my house. He's the oh. previous owner that killed himself, and he's just kind of chilling, and sometimes... He goes through our stuff, but that's fine. Well, I want to contact him and ask him if he can help me find something I lost in the house. How could I do that? Okay. So can I answer this? Yes. First, uh, you are welcome. Please do. Of course. Um, I would just, since, yeah. Um, I would just say that um, maybe don't. <laughs> uh, maybe have somebody who is a professional do it. I mean, I have done that before many times. I've looked at people uh, like when there's uh, ghosts or whatever. I mean, ghosts meaning people that have passed that are hanging around. Um, and it sounds like you're fine with it and he's okay. And so it's not a bad situation, but still, if you don't really know, again, it's kind of related to the Ouija board question. Um, if you don't know how to protect your energy and not let them hang around in your space or whatever, um, I, it, I I wouldn't do that unless like you took a class on how to do it or something, but it just, it's, it's a little sticky, I would you know, say. Uh, oh, Go yeah. Ahead. Okay. He, you can tell me if you agree with this, but okay. I would generally think that if there's a spirit living in your house who killed himself in the <laughs> house, that would be a spirit that you would want to help transition out of your house that you probably might not want Good to point. live with. Right? Yes. You okay? Yes. Yes. That he, he might need some help moving on. Although, if she's saying he's just chilling, I mean, um, yeah, that's the thing. I wouldn't know until I had a conversation with him to know. Because, for instance, okay, this one person I talked to quite a bit had this old, her husband's family had a bunch of re- old relatives living in the house. And she didn't like the energy of it. But when we actually talked to them, they were okay. And they weren't quite ready to move on until this other family member had died. Mm-hmm. But it was like a whole conversation. And then she was fine with them just living in the garage. <laughs> Because oh, yeah. they and then they were happier, and then she felt better in the house. They felt happier because they didn't like to be shoved aside because it mm-hmm. was their old house, like it was generations old. Um. So anyway, my point is like a whole conversation would happen. But I think you're right. If he it, did kill himself, it does seem like he might. I would think that he would want help moving on. Mm-hmm. I mean, that Me seems too. logical. That there's like a ton of pain there. I mean, uh, that that that's a uh, act that comes along with a deep amount of pain. Well, yeah, I mean, he may feel I've talked to people who have killed themselves that are actually fine now. Um and were fine pretty quickly after they left. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so the fact that he I mean, not always, you know, but you'd be surprised. I mean, it's so much love over there that it oh right yeah it's so different yeah yeah i can imagine that but yeah if there's loose ends or whatever that yeah i really feel like it takes conversation what did she say he's chilling and she wants him to help oh she wants to ask yeah i would maybe i i have a couple of spells on my website that i use for finding lost objects and so you might try those instead i can put those in the show notes for us i mean i definitely think that it's nice to just be like hey 
without going into a whole thing, I wouldn't use him to find used things. Uh, sorry, lost things. That feels to me possibly disrespectful. Like, we don't know that he wants that job. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, it might feel like an errand that he doesn't want to run. I don't know. But just to be like, um, hey, what's up? If you don't mind him being there and you feel like he's chilling, just to say, hey, and then, but, or do, I don't know, just to not be scared of him, I guess, or feel that he's negative. But it sounds like she thinks it's okay that he's there. Yeah. So, yeah, but I think the my spells for finding lost objects are very, very useful. So yeah. I think those should help. That's good. Um, okay, so now should I? I didn't mean to, to sound so unclear. It's just kind of one of those things where I'd have to talk to him personally. <laughs> no, I agree. Because I, like, I, I initially, my initial feeling was if there's a ghost in your house, you probably don't want the ghost there because that's stuck energy. But then I met my friend, Annie Wilder, who writes books about her haunted house in in the Minnesota area. Mm-hmm. She has, like, Tea part haunted tea parties at her house. Yeah. I've stayed at her house. It's amazing, and there it's like a portal that yeah. has spirits passing through. And there's a man who lives there who used to live there when he was alive, and, and he's mm-hmm. still there in the house. And they're friends, you know. And so yeah. that really changed my yeah my understanding of the relationship between about, ghosts between and, spirits yeah. and yeah, yeah the resident of the house. I'm calling them ghosts just because they're hanging around. But you're right, they're just spirits. And yeah, I have the same experience when I started talking to some that um, that were okay hanging around. They mm-hmm. just needed a little communication. That's when I also realized. And then there's some that do feel trapped. Mm-hmm. Someday I'll have to tell you about my JFK Jr. story. <laughs> oh, interesting. Should I just tell it quickly? Because I sure. Well, okay. This was before I was even doing this work, and he had just died, JFK Jr. And I had just started talking to my guides and stuff. This this was like 1999, so I had just started talking to my guides and meditating like that. I'd always meditated, but in that way. And then one night, I was having a dream, and JFK Jr. came (laughs) to me, and he was like what's going he seemed lost and I was like what are you doing and he was like well I don't know I can't remember exactly what he said but basically he felt trapped lost like he didn't and I was like well have you asked your guides for help and he goes guides I don't think I have guides and I was like if I have guides you have guides (laughs) so I was like just look up and then he like looked up and then like I got sucked oh. up. He got sucked up and I got s- woken up. Like just like <gasps> whoa. Yeah, it was like my first very visceral experience and the only time that's ever happened where I was just like <sighs> and then since then I've read that people who have like died and then come back have felt like that sucking up energy oh, so that's I felt very interesting. I know and I was like, well maybe it wasn't JFK, maybe it was somebody JFK Jr. maybe it was so, and like he came in that valence, you know, so that I would talk to him. I don't know, but um, but that was fun. I bet it was. Yeah, <laughs> it was like he was asking for directions. Yeah, exactly. JFK <laughs> Jr. asked me for directions. <laughs> Where am I? How do I get out of here? So in that case, he was stuck, and he was yeah. like, "I'm stuck." But other, I don't like calling spirits ghosts, but I just say it as a way for people to understand the ones that are hanging around here. So anyway, yeah, but sometimes they're not. So that was mm-hmm. a very long answer to this. Okay. But it was all very fascinating. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One more. Should we do one more from the same sure. email? Okay. 
Um, my my energy report won't be that long, so we can okay. Spend mine won't. Time yeah, we can. Mine doesn't need to be long okay. either. Okay, my family. Um, oh, I also think my grandmother's spirit might be in my house for a funny reason. My family and I went on a vacation for three weeks, and the night we came home, I was in my bed trying to fall asleep, and I feel something sit on the edge of my bed and pat my butt. I'd much <laughs> rather think it was her than the previous owner. Ha ha. Oh wait, was that wait. just a story, not a question? <laughs> Okay, that was just a story, not a question. Now we can move on to the question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe Grandma was saying hello. With yeah. A pat on the butt. Okay, so hope that was helpful. This one is from Sarah Murphy, and she says, um, "I guess I have a few questions. I went through a really hard time, and I am still hurt from the situation, and I'm getting to the point where I'm choosing to be happy and look at it as a blessing. I'm trying my best, but in the beginning, I was so hurt. All I wanted was for him to feel the way I felt, or if not, or if not worse. Um, I know that was wrong, but he hurt me a lot, and my baby." But anyway, I went to a psychic. I wanted to know if I had a happy, blessed future. Will I have bad karma? And would I be able to reverse spell? Also, oh, um, should I just let that? There's one more after that. What? Oh, yeah. um, that sounds like a personal question rather than a... Was it? Yeah, wasn't it? Instead of like a universal question like we like. I haven't heard this one before. Oh, you haven't? I thought you read it. Well, it was oh, to maybe both of us. And it was, um, is she uh, asking for specific items on well, her situation? I guess she, I, oh, I guess maybe. Okay. So yes, I guess I would just say, um, I mean, I feel like we can answer this in the sense that, yeah, we can't answer like specifically you will have a blessed future, but I just want to say that everybody has the opportunity to have a blessed future. Yes. And I personally don't believe in, quote unquote, bad karma. I feel that everything, whatever karma, if you want to call it that, you have, your lessons are provided for you by the universe. As like, for instance, you pointed out you had that hard interaction and then you saw all the lessons there. So for me, that's Mm -hmm. not necessarily karma, but it's just like, oh, these are my lessons to heal and then, you know, I'll feel more whole and happy when you mm-hmm. say yeah i think i agree if we look at life like oh i hope everything is smooth sailing because then it'll prove that the universe is on my side uh, yeah that's yeah. setting our, ourselves up for um for definitely for feeling disconnected from the flow of life and for it, it it's a yes. perspective that sets us up to feel disconnected from the universe because we're one with the universe it's not like it's bestowing good luck or bad luck on us. We're co-creating. So for us to shift into that perspective of like, how can I transform everything that happens to me into something that I learn from, something that makes me stronger, something that gives me a perspective that can help others to heal um, and be open to whatever it is and be interested. Like we talked about before, I liked when you said, be curious. Yeah. You know, how can, what is this? How can I learn from this? What does this pattern come from? When I look deeply at the pattern that I'm experiencing now, I did an Akashic clearing on it. And two Mm. of the patterns that came up were from this life and from my relationship with my mom. And one was from the 1300s. Sometimes (laughs) we have past life patterns also, and we don't have to understand them totally, but to be aware that there can be old family patterns, there can be old patterns. Yes. um, like 
ancestral patterns or old Mm -hmm. past lives and to just be open to like knowing that we can shift that too. Yes. And oftentimes like if I see past lives in a reading, it always relates to what's happening now. Always. Yeah. Yeah. And sure, it can give a little extra like maybe, I don't know, like a an extra release, like make it a little bit easier to clear out that past life. But you can do everything from the present moment. You don't even have to know that. Um, but yeah, you, it's all old stuff. It's all, I really like how you put it. How, whatever I'm about to say isn't going to be better than that. <laughs> everything <laughs> can you. be a lesson and it's a positive. I mean, life, yeah, all of it can, you know, as much as I don't like suffering and the suffering that I've been through, I would be a totally different person if I hadn't gone through it and I would not be as strong as I am today. Yeah, I, I felt the same way. It. Yeah, and if I had looked at it like, oh no, I have bad karma, then I would be a victim mm-hmm. to this. And we're about self-healing and empowerment. That's what I believe and you believe. So, Yep. And what about when she says, would I be able to reverse the spell. So I don't do spells. So what do you think about that? Like, so I, I wasn't clear on what spell she was talking I know, about. So, There's, <laughs> so sometimes I get a lot of emails from people who believe that they have been hexed or that there's a negative spell in them in some way. Uh-huh. And yeah, you, you can always remember, you can always change that. If, and you don't have to know if it's definitely true or not. If you feel mm. like that. Mm-hmm. And I just published just yesterday a blog post about five unblocking spells. So just to, if you feel like anything's blocking you in any way, old karma, if you think it's negative uh, mm-hmm. energy that's been sent your way or even a spell you there are many many ways that you can shift it the most important thing is to believe that you can yes, and then to exactly. believe that you can call on the divine mm-hmm. to help you mm-hmm. to shift it because you have you have these powerful allies the angels you can call on divinities and yourself have- by the way your highest self is an is your best or you know yeah. one of the best allies and you're one with like your highest self is one with exactly. all of those divinities and angels so it's a way of to me it's like tap we're all one so it's a way yes, of tapping yes. into that consciousness that it, that you trust you know that knows how to change energy yeah it goes back to the victim thing if you believe you're a victim you're gonna feel victimized by these things so yeah you can you have the power and then she and it, said yeah go ahead oh i was just gonna say and if in the past you have felt like a victim and you haven't realized that you know mm-hmm. then it's a really great thing to realize exactly. oh i don't have to be that anymore i can shift that i can be feel empowered to create whatever positive change i want that's right. And you can have actually been victimized like, you know, we both have been. But mm-hmm. just because you've been victimized doesn't mean you have to be a victim. You can Yeah, to control. be in that role anymore. Yes. It's to continue to believe in that role. Yes. And then her final question is, she had a dream that she didn't have a soulmate. Do you think there's some truth about that? And I would say um, no. I would say that's probably coming from her fears yeah. of not having a soulmate. Mm-hmm. And so maybe some nice um, inner child work or loving on herself and reassuring herself and um, bringing in some positivity. It sounds like she could use some a lot of positive visualization and bringing a lot of that nice validation energy in would be soothing for her. Yeah, and maybe to shift out of feeling like there's only one soul potential soulmate. Oh, yeah, that too. Um, you know, that we're all because 
humans are all, we're all, all the same consciousness. And to feel love, to remember that as part of your spiritual path, to see people, everyone you see anywhere as mm-hmm. an opportunity to feel love and to feel connected yeah. to that one consciousness, then you can shift to feeling like there's only one or zero soulmates for you in the world to feeling that there's just countless and that you just, it's just a matter of connecting with them and getting yeah. to know them. Yeah. And really, it really is very powerful to go around like when you're in your car, maybe or walking or sitting in the bus stop or wherever, like you have some downtime to just like send love to even like the trees or just Mm -hmm. random people that are going by just to say love, I love, I love and just send love. I mean, that really opens your heart up to love within and, you know, just opens that channel up. So and that's always a nice feeling. Yep, the flowers, the birds, the bugs, squirrels. The cats, the dogs, you know. Love, love, love. (laughs) Yeah. All you need. That's right. The Beatles knew it. Okay. Um, So now it's time for the energy report. Okay. So we are going to keep it a little short this week, um, or I am. I'll just say a couple things. One is it is eclipse season still. Is that correct? Right now. Yes. Mm. Yeah, that there's going to be another eclipse at the... No, that's not true. There was just an eclipse uh, last week. Are we not... The solar right? eclipse. Oh, I no. thought we're in eclipse. We are in eclipse season. Oh, okay. I think it's actually the whole month of July. There's various things going into eclipse. Is that how you say it? Going into eclipse? That are eclipsing. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not um, aware of that. I mean, I know about the solar eclipse. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. It's, yeah, it's from, I think it started July 2nd, and it's going through the 30th. Um, there was a oh, solar eclipse. Yeah. Then Mercury is going into retrograde July 7th. Yesterday, from this, when this podcast comes from out. From when, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, there's a partial eclipse in um, Capricorn. Oh, wait, on July yeah, no, 16th. I see it. You're right. It's on the 16th. There's yes. another a lunar eclipse. Yes, on the full moon on the 16th. That's right. So, um, anyway, I just want to say that a nice thing that I'm realizing to do in this time, especially, is to. It's been interesting, like to check your grounding and to feel like really rooted in this time because, um, you know, we're dealing in eclipse season. I, I'm not like as I've said before, not fully educated in astrology, but um, from my feeling and understanding, it's like a time of shadow a little bit. And um, how would you say it? Like just the shadow stuff can come up. Would you say that? Yeah. Like unwinding old patterns, yes. bringing things to light that happen yes. in the shadows. And- Yeah, so grounding is really nice. And something that I have really realized, I've talked before about getting, making sure that you're getting your information from you and not from your parents or from someone else and like cluing into like source energy and bringing that down. But I'm also realizing how much energy or information you get from your grounding. And like, I'll just talk about me personally, for instance, because I don't want to well, that I've noticed that I got a lot of information about grounding from my mother 
And she was, as we just talked about, so anxious, so very ungrounded. Mm. And I just like have spent a lot of time clearing out that energy from my grounding cords and also from my feet chakras. Um, so just maybe consciously, um, uh, Cluing into your grounding cord, which is a cord that goes from the bottom of your spine to the center of the earth. And just, you can even just say, like, I'm clearing out any energy that's not mine and it goes into the earth and I bring in my information from earth energy. Some, one thing that I learned in the school I went to was you can put your grounding cord to the a place with your name on it in the center of the earth. Oh. So if you do that, then you just say, I'm bringing in earth and information and my information. Oh. And then I you like can, that. yeah, I just realized that second part the other day when I was like, I was feeling a lot of dread and I realized, oh, I'm bringing that up from my root chakra and from, I mean, from the grounding cord and from my feet chakra. And so... And I was like, oh, that's my mom's energy. So anyway, you don't even have to know whose it is, but you can just also from your root chakra kind of do the same thing. Like I'm bringing in earth energy from in my feet chakra and um, and my energy. My. I love that. I love yeah. the idea of the spot in the core of the earth that is your spot because it is yeah. true. We're one with Gaia. We're mm-hmm. one with the the earth itself. And so then to remember, it's not just... We're not just plugging into the earth as a separate being from us. We're plugging into our energy and the earth at the same time. Yeah. It's really powerful when you, especially, it all comes back to intention and when you have that intention too. I Um, love that. Oh, good. And then I also wanted to say that I started taking this self-compassion class. Oh. It's been one class and it's just like been amazing. and. Like in your area or is mm -hmm, it online? Yeah, in Asheville. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, I love my teacher too. She's great. Um, Excuse me. But um, you were talking before about like giving yourself hugs and I was saying that Mm – I don't relate to <laughs> hugs. Oh, right. Don't yeah. make me feel so comforted because it's like, where do my arms go? It just feels kind of cumbersome. But and <laughs> they were teaching her. She was saying, like, find other ways to self-touch, like putting your hand on your heart. How does that mm. feel? Putting mm-hmm. your other hand over your hand. Like, just experiment it. Put your hand in yeah. a fist and then put your other hand over it. Or, like, cupping your face. And I really mm. felt good with all of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and I this is it. also part of the energy report because in eclipse season, we can, it can feel hard on the heart. Like it's hard to have, you know, it can, we can possibly be going through some hard things as they come up. Yeah. So to, yeah. So to first put your hand on your heart and then say, um, oh shoot, I knew I was going to forget as I always forget when I do it, but it's like, Oh, this is a moment of suffering. Like, just oh, yeah. witness it. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I love that. I know. And then to just like, I like taking a moment between and then saying, um, may I be kind to myself is mm-hmm. what she says to do in there. Um, does, does it say that in the book? Yeah, it says, um, this is a moment of suffering. Mm-hmm. Suffering is a part of the human condition. Mm-hmm. May I be kind to myself in this moment? May, may I give myself the compassion I need? Mm-hmm. So she was saying, like, yeah, do any variety of that. And I really like taking the pause, like, this is a moment of suffering and really, like, 
just noticing it, witnessing it. Uh, I know. I love it. It's such a loving act. It's it's a load off. It's like instead of just kind of accumulating that, I think that that's what stress is, is when we don't acknowledge it. We're just like, I just have to keep going instead of just, oh, and then you just discharge it. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm suffering. Let me be kind to myself. And then to remember, this is something everyone experiences. It's not just me, you know? Yes, yes. So that is really, um, I just want to say people should practice that this week if they can um and also just like through you can do it with everything like even like this is a moment of confusion mm-hmm. or you know when anything comes up and really asking like may i be kind to myself because very quickly i'll just wind wrap up i don't know if this is in the book but it talks about um first like how imagine how you would treat a friend if they were having yeah. a hard time mm-hmm. and then imagine just take a few minutes. How would you treat yourself? And I realized just like my heart chakra was so much more closed with myself. Oh, so just yeah. being able to say like, may I be kind to myself? I was able to th- go back to how do I treat my clients? How do I treat my friends? Like my heart is so open. And then I was able to, you know, give that to myself. So I highly I know, recommend I love it. that. Yeah. I love the, that realization, being kind to yourself, too, because that took, helped, relieved so much anxiety for me. Because it was like, I realized a lot of the things I was anxious about, it, I was mostly anxious about how hard I would be on myself, uh, you know? And then to realize, like, oh, I don't have to, I can be kind to myself. Then it's like, you know what? It'll be okay if that happens. I'll just move through yes. it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's amazing. So that was the Energy Report. Thank you. I'm so excited that you're getting on the self-compassion train. Oh, it's It's so great. I I know. I loved it. Yeah. Okay. So now it is time for Practical Magic. And so, (laughs) so as we mentioned, Mercury went retrograde yesterday. So this is my practical magic advice for this week is to not buy in, first of all, to the panic that sets in. There's a lot of new age panic. There's a lot of posts you might see and just people (laughs) complaining, blaming things on Mercury retrograde. Mm -hmm. You know what? I like Mercury retrograde and I've been saying this for a long time. And then Mm -hmm. I finally checked and I found out, I discovered I was born when Mercury was retrograde. Yeah, I think you said that last time. Okay. Yeah. So I'm aligned with it. But the thing about it is it's it's a different dynamic. If you can shift into realizing what the dynamic is, I feel like it makes it much easier. So mm-hmm. the dynamic is reviewing, reassessing, rewriting, mm-hmm. double-checking, um, you know, revising systems. And so if you – Anytime you can remember that, like maybe double check your emails before you send them, you know, mm-hmm. just take an extra little moment you know and funny build it in. Now I'm rechecking that I'm, we're recording. Oh, okay. yeah. You got me worried. <laughs> <laughs> like rec- oh, no. Are we're we recording? Okay. <laughs> um, anytime you can do that. I mean, and then if things with communication do seem awry, you have patience with yourself, have compassion with yourself, like Natasha said in the energy report. Mm. Um, but to, to realize it's also a blessing because it is a time when 
we can really fix things. Like if the, and that's one of the things that happens that people blame Mercury retrograde for, mm. which is just things that aren't working will mm-hmm. show themselves to you. That's an opportunity to fix them. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, darn it, Mercury retrograde, my car broke down. It's like, oh, thank you for showing me that my car needed to be fixed now instead of, you know, when I was in a dangerous situation on the freeway. It's like, it's yeah. just a kind of a reassessing, re-strengthening, rebuilding. Like yeah. So it's think of it in that way, that it's a necessary thing. I feel and then, like the, the theme of this episode has been don't buy into that you're a victim. You're not a victim oh, yeah. to Mercury retrograde. Yeah. Because I, I agree. Like, I used to do that. Like, I like your reframing because if my car broke down, I'd be like, of course, because Mercury retrograde right. did this. Right. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it didn't. Just... <laughs> Mercury didn't do this to you. <laughs> it's Natasha. helping you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the um, – I sometimes talk about the Douglas Adams School of Magic is the don't panic. Did you oh. read the – Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? or is... I haven't, but Brett keeps telling me I need to. Oh, it's so it. funny. But that's yeah. one of the things. Don't panic. It always says that in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. So always remember that with magic and metaphysics in general, astrology, energy work. Don't panic. Like yeah. it's never, that's never the point. It's actually yeah. the opposite of the point. <laughs> I like that. So, <laughs> so we won't panic. This, Yeah, so don't panic with Mercury Retrograde and take some deep breaths if you slow down you know and that's that whole thing going with the flow of it instead of fighting against it is really going to help and there are some crystals i have found that can help too with mercury retrograde so rutilated quartz is one of them it helps you feel more organized it helps you just naturally organize ideas Mm. and it helps with communication so that's one rutilated quartz black did you have one there I have no. one, but not not oh, right okay. now. By I thought me. you were grabbing it. Oh no, I'm holding my pendulum, which oh. I often do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then another one is black tourmaline, which is grounding. So that goes mm-hmm. along with what Natasha was tuning into with the energy report. Mm-hmm. Grounds excess energy, grounds frenetic energy. If that's a thing that you feel often during Mercury retrograde, then black tourmaline can help with that. And then hematite is Hmm. helpful for focus and clarity. So if you're one of those people who says they feel cloudy around Mercury retrograde, um, hematite gives you energy. It'll help you with focus and it'll it'll help you with clarity. And if you do work with any of those crystals, remember that intention to flow with Mercury retrograde instead of – it's not like it's a shield against it. It's like a way of aligning with it so that you can make the most of it and be in flow with it. Right. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot because it really goes against what a lot of people who, who, um, teach all this stuff, like astrology and things, believe generally. Uh, you know, we should be going with the flow. That should be, but like life's easier when you're going with the flow. So why would just because Mer- Mercury retrograde's happening go against it? It's just a mm-hmm. lesson to work with whatever circumstances are in front of you. Yeah. I like that a lot. All right. So should, are we at our, oh, is this business time? Yeah, business time. (laughs) It's business. We need need a sound effect. It's business time. Did you ever listen to um, Flight of the Concords? 
Oh, I have seen an episode or two, and I laughed so hard. Oh, I should watch more. They're so it, great. They have they a have, show, too, right? Yeah, they have a show yeah. and a special. Yeah, they're so great. They have a song called Business Time. Oh. Anyway, so yes, where can we find the lovely Tess Whitehurst? At TessWhitehurst.com, on Instagram at Tess4444, on Twitter at Tess Whitehurst, and on Facebook at Tess Whitehurst Author, and also on YouTube at Tess Whitehurst. And you're just starting there. (laughs) I love it. Very, very time consuming. So what about you? (laughs) Me, I'm only on HighestLightHealing.com where you can sign up for my newsletter, which I do once a month, and I am late on this month, so... Just hang in there. Go with the flow. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I'll send it during Mercury retrograde, and it'll be great. Just make sure to double check it. (laughs) Um, And uh, where else? Oh, and on Instagram, Highest Light Healing. And you can find us, Magic Monday Podcast, on Instagram. And the show notes on Tess Whitehurst.com, right? There's podcasts right at the front. You can just click on that. And you can email us questions. And yes, what Tess was saying before is um, if you make them about actually you, like, will this happen to me? I mean, we don't predict the future anyway, but the more just like, I mean, I don't want to say general because, but yeah, we can't answer could be applicable. Yeah. Something that other people will find applicable to their lives. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're going through like a business, like a job transition or whatever, that can be applicable. But and so it's just like not wording it in the way of will this happen to me, but just like I'm having a hard time with this new situation. That kind of How can I, yeah, work with this? Yes, exactly like that. So you can do it to Magic Month, send emails to Magic Monday podcast at Gmail. At Gmail. Yes. All right. Well, oh, and yes, we're excited for our winner. Oh, but please, um, even though the giveaway is over, we love those star ratings on iTunes and leaving um, reviews. Yes, we really, really appreciate them. And we would like to thank our producer, Brett. Oh, yes, Brett. He's been working really hard for us through hard times, so we really appreciate that. And he's doing a great job. He really is. Okay, so now we're going to pick cards for the week. Which one would you like? Um, I have. So I have my regular. I don't know. I felt real drawn to it today, Wisdom of the Oracle. Oh, then we should do that. Okay, let's do that. There is also the universe has your back, but I think it just tells you like an affirmation. Um, And what do you have? Oh, and I have a new deck this week, <gasps> Oracle of the Mermaids by Lucy Cavendish. Is that the one that Vegan Jelly won? No, it's a oh, different mermaid. Oh, it's a Vegan one. Jelly won the Mermaid Tarot Kit. This is an Oracle oh, deck. Okay. Oh, okay. Do you want to go first or should I? I did just draw a card. Great. I just felt one. And you know what's interesting? It's sisterhood, friendship, allies, compatible souls, loyalty, joy, delight. It's so funny. It really, the picture, it's three mermaids holding hands and it's pretty appropriate. At least I know it is for my situation. Yes. It's like the three of cups. Oh, yeah. Um, So this is not a deck I am familiar with. Very, not not very familiar with, but here's the divination. There's actually a really long description, um, but the divination section says, a newfound sense of belonging and community with people who are kin to you on a soul level. This is not to draw you together, 
with people who you have necessarily already experienced many lifetimes with um, to draw you into close and caring relationship that is with people who are at a similar level to yourself on an energetic and evolutionary level. This means your development will soon accelerate and be stimulated by others. Rather than feeling you are guiding and repairing you will this time be stretched and guided yourself. Mm. These relationships will be healthy, healing, enjoyable, and free, yet loyal and very committed. It is not past life material that will come forth. It is simply that you are now ready to meet your soul kin, and the mermaids will ensure you meet in a variety of interesting and sometimes unusual ways. So look for your tribe this week. Looks like we're going to be making new friends. I like that a lot. We both maybe needed to hear that this week. Mm -hmm. That's a nice little, uh, I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say. Uh, Yeah, and our friendship is deepening. And as we're talking about specifically creating new dynamics in our friendships with women. So that's kind of neat. I mean, I was thinking the same thing. It's like it's happening for us mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. On air for the world to witness. <laughs> <laughs> for a few hundred listeners to witness. <laughs> okay. Here comes the card I am picking. And I don't know why I feel like not stopping it. Okay. Okay. It is hmm, building blocks. Reverse. What if my card was like, Enemies. <laughs> okay. Building blocks, and it's the protection mes- message. Let's see what it says. Okay. Now is the time to address the cracks in the foundation of your life. Perhaps oh. your values have changed, and it is time to strengthen your convictions and let go of things that no longer serve the vision you have for your life. Or perhaps you chose to ignore the signs that a situation or agreement you have entered into is not right for you. Remove the rotten pieces and reinforce your core moral strength and integrity. Now is the time for rigorous honesty, for you are called to renovate and upgrade your consciousness. You will be so happy when you do. Spirit has a spectacular blueprint for your life far beyond your imagination. Don't be afraid to replace what's not solid. Mm, perfect yes it's like what you were saying like the answer to her question and also mercury retrograde mercury retrograde yeah and i like how we're having like positive new relationships and cleansing out clearing out old patterns at the same time it's like and all this i mean mercury is going retrograde but also neptune's retrograde saturn's retrograde it's eclipse season it's just like so much positive change on the horizon right now and so much you know kind of challenge challenging things to move through it can be challenging letting go it's true they they go hand in hand transformation and challenge and i really like what you said before which i could not um i I don't know what happened to my brain over the course of (laughs) i've lost all my words but what what you said before and yeah just about like reframing it so that it's um oh yeah yeah so that flowing with it instead of fighting against it and also just like reframing the um, – how you look at things. You're not the victim. I mean, I know I've said the victim part. But like you're not the – we're when we're, things are coming – are leaving, we can choose to be like, oh, great. Where's the new coming in? This is great. Yeah. And also, oh, I'm grateful for that it was here when it wasn't. I'm grateful it's leaving so new is coming. You know, just reframing is 
Very yeah, powerful. so much. I always feel that when stuff comes up like this drama that I've been having this week, <sighs> I also feel like, oh, you know, this is going to feel so freeing to whatever this is. Once I move through it, I'm so excited to see what this is because obviously there's a lot of energy there, you know? Yes. I I know we're wrapping up, but I just want to say, for some reason, my brain keeps going this week to past things, how past just, I guess, conflicts or people that were in my life. And I've been able to do it from a real um, just um, observing perspective. And I'm realizing just how much I've grown. And I never mm-hmm. would have... I'm just, I am really such a different person than I was in yeah. my 20s. And that would not have happened if those people, you know, weren't in my life and then left my life or those yeah. situations hadn't come up. And then I was able to heal from them. So totally. It's all like life is magical. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's all perfectly unfolding. That's right. It's all a gift. Well, thank you again for listening. We thank you so much. See you next week. Yeah, exactly. JFK Jr. asked me for direction. <laughs> Where am I? How do I get out of here?